Have you been overpaying for your games and want a cash settlement fast? The Consumer Rights Advocacy Group in the UK wants Sony to pay $5.9 billion for the years of charging consumers more in the UK than some other markets. And Gamescom took place this past week with a ton of new game announcements and trailers, some really exciting stuff. We're going to talk about all this and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we bring you all the latest happenings in the video game industry. You can check us out on YouTube, on Fruit Lab, anywhere you get podcasts. We're there talking video games. My name is Erock the Red. This is Full Clip. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh, doing good, man. A bit overwhelmed. You know, we had Gamescom this week, and the announcements were nonstop. Dude, it was insane. Lots of really, really cool stuff. Not a ton of, like, new stuff. I mean, there was a bunch of really cool new stuff. But, man, we learned a a lot about games that we talked about and have been excited to see more, you know? That was, like, kind of what this was. It was like, okay, we mentioned this is coming out. Here's, like, 20 minutes of it. And it was like, dude, it was a lot of content. Yeah, and it, it, it ran from, what, Thursday through Saturday? Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah so it was a showcase it was just, every day, and it was cool because it was like an in-game or uh, in-person event, you know. So it was like we, yeah. it's kind of we're getting back to those, and every video I've seen, it looked like it was a blast. But um, you know, we'll get into that. First of all, I want to know: Have you had time to to play anything exciting? Uh, you know, I haven't really picked up much new. Uh, we had the big update on Fruit Lab, so Fruit Lab Gaming is now a reality. And they uh, have some of the free-to-play titles in there while we're in this sort of like early beta stage. So I picked up PUBG, and I always wanted to play it back when it was like the only Battle Royale game. Yeah. And it, it always looked really cool. I, I think it might be a little too late for me to get into now because everybody's a pro. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I noticed that they have like a, a casual mode that has 33 people and 66 bots or something like that. So oh, it's okay. a... It's a little easier to get into that way. I don't know how much I'm going to play it. I'll probably wait for other games to come out on the Fruit Lab gaming platform. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, everybody's a master at that game now. They're eating those chicken dinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you same know, with like just, Fortnite and all those. Yeah, you're just riding around on a bike saying, look at me. Look <laughs> yes. at me. Did the mountain bike review. Mm-hmm. Quality stuff. Quality stuff. Um, let's see. I got into uh, uh, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed. Uh, got a review copy of that. Um, nice. Played a bunch of it. Review will be coming out. Um, it might already be out by the time you're watching this. That's my plan. But um, not to spoil my review, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> There's It has its moments. But overall, it yeah. feels dated still. You know, so it came. It's a, it's a remake of a game that came out in 2006. And it was, you know, it was trying to be edgy and... You know, that type of humor. Um, and, and it's just a little juvenile. The gameplay mechanics aren't great. But it was the first time I've ever yeah. played one of those games. And at first, dude, I was having a blast. You just run around just, you know, tossing people with your telekinesis. Or you got an anal probe. Or, yeah. like, um, you know, it's super silly stuff. But 
it, it wore thin as I played it a little bit more. But uh, no, I was gonna say that I, I just remember the original back on like PlayStation One or PlayStation yeah. Two that era. And I mean, as a kid, that's all you want. You want those. Uh, you want to be able to like abduct a cow and throw yes. people. Exactly. It was silly. It was silly, and it's just uh, maybe it's just not for me. You know, I don't know. But um, the highlight of my week is actually one of our new releases that we're going to talk about. Uh, Midnight Fight Express, dude. This game is so much fun. You got to try it. Have you? You didn't get a chance to check it out yet? Uh, no, I saw your videos. The uh, on, your pick for the week. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, dude. And it is like, I mean, it really is like you're just an action hero, just running through these games. Just like it's so violent and so. Um, I don't know. It's it's just very over the top, but like it um, it flows beautifully, and the violence is like well well choreographed. It looks nice. great. So, um, but yeah, let's actually let's get into our new releases and and make it official. What do you say? All right, all right. These are our new releases from last week. Midnight Fight Express came out August 23rd on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. So, it starts off like, you really have no idea what's happening, but there's a drone that gets delivered to your house, and it like triggers like a sleeper agent. And then, that's you. And you're going through this game, and it's like, yeah, it's like you're John Wick, you're, you know, you're Jean-Claude Van Damme, you're Steven Seagal, and you're running through, and you're just beating the shit out of everybody. And that's all it is. It's just a beat em up. But what's cool about it is after every level, you can upgrade your like a skill tree. And there's all these different like finishers you could do and weapons that you can get. Like there's, you know, a lot of melee weapons and then guns. And you could change your clothes and your outfit. Everything about it is just so much fun. The soundtrack is banging. Like it is, uh, it's a fantastic game. I highly nice. recommend it. Yeah. And if that's- it's on. Uh, you know, Game Pass. I, I think I'll watch a little more of the gameplay footage first and make a decision. I could probably check that out and get into it. Oh, it's super easy, and it's like something you could just, um, you know, you could check it out on cloud gaming. It, it'll probably run pretty because it's not, you know, it's not a graphically intensive game. So if you want to just test it out, see how it fits, um, yeah, just give it a shot. But uh, it's yeah, the the controls are real simple. You just gotta like, you know hit a button to attack and then block and all that sort of stuff but it can get as you go through it can get a little bit more difficult to like master but um yeah it is i'm having a blast with it it makes it really does like make you feel like uh you're in one of these um you know action movies so nice uh next up saints row also came out on the 23rd pc ps4 ps5 xbox one xs uh this is a i mean this is saints row it's good it's going but it's going back to it's more traditional roots. So for a while, it was just like a GTA-style game. And then, like, GTA th- or uh, Saints Row, like, 3 or 2. I don't know. At some point, they introduced, like, giant dildos as weapons. And, like, it was, it, it, you know, it, there was Satan in the game. And it, it was just, like, absurd. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, and now it's back to being more of a, just a GTA-style street, um, you know open world kind of game like that um have you have you ever played one of these games saints row a little bit of i think maybe saints row 3 it was one of those free games way back in the day on xbox mm-hmm. 360 something like that okay yeah the only one i played was like it was like get out of hell or whatever and it starts oh, yeah. in like hell 
and you have to like escape from hell and it's just it's really um again really silly and like um a lot of juvenile humor but this is back to just uh, a traditional you know um you're, you're a criminal or whatever but there's nine districts you got to take over the districts um there's you know a character creation thing that's pretty detailed where you could just pretty much make anything which seems like the coolest part about the game honestly like just seeing all the people's creations um and it does have a two-player co-op so if you wanted to play with a friend you could get in there um reviews on the game not great right now it's only at a 65 on metacritic i've heard it's a you know it's not the best so yeah, that's that's basically what I've seen. I watched a review on it. They said the dialogue is is bad. The game feels like it's ten years older than it should be. Uh, things like that. But I mean, like if if you're into a more zany version of GTA, yeah, might be worth checking out. Yeah, or if you're just into creating characters, which I think you could just get an app on your phone and like make your character right there yeah. on the phone. Like that has been out for a little while yet. So um, that looks like the best part. Um. And the last one I, I put in there just for you. I know you're uh, excited I for this so. one. I thought so, yeah. SD Gundam Battle Alliance came out August 25th. PC, uh, it came out for everything. It's everywhere. Um, it's an action role-playing game where you um, battle um, SD versions of Gundam, which is super deformed, I found out. Yeah. Now, exactly. this is something you You've knew about. research. I have, yeah. yeah. I was like, I, dude, I can't have a uh, full clip making fun of me or uh, this. <laughs> Uh, so what do you know about this game? Is this Has this been on your radar? It wasn't until like two days ago. I saw the release okay. trailer for it, and that's the first time I've heard of it. And I was watching some gameplay of it, and I thought, okay, that's cool. And it, it encompasses a lot of the Gundam series that I've watched, which are some of the best ones, like Iron-Blooded Orphans, the main series that started back in like 1970-something, and uh, Gundam Wing, which was really popular because it was on like Toonami for years in the U.S. Um, so it... It has a lot of that, like some of the best mobile suits, a lot of nostalgic characters and things like that. Um, I thought, okay, is this like a twenty or thirty dollar game? Because I'm, I'm, I'm in. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I went and checked out Steam. It is like a full release, sixty dollars, or buy the yeah. deluxe for eighty. I don't think I'm in it for that. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, and it definitely seems like it's it's geared towards like super fans because like the whole premise is like you're leading this three unit squad that uh, to fix like famous moments in Gundam history like some something has happened and you got to like go back and so like people you know that are familiar with Gundam history and stuff are yeah. you know they're all like what I got to do this so I thought that yeah. was pretty cool it's very very weird uh but, but yeah that that was one of the things when I'm watching this video and I like one of the bad guy suits it's one of my favorite mobile suits out of all the series the goof and the guy who pilots it and that appears on screen for two seconds, and then it's like, oop, it just transformed into a completely different character in a completely different suit from a completely different series. I had no idea what was going on. Gotcha. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely, I like, I told, and like, if they're, you know, for a full-fledged $60 title or whatever, I think it could look a little bit better, too. Like, you know, I, I thought it did lack a little bit of that polish, um, but... You know, we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe you could get on sale or something. Yeah. You know, keep your eyes out. All right. Well, that's it for our major releases from this past week. Let's get into the, the meat of this show, the big news. 
the Gamescom news, our news of the week. All right, so Gamescom 2022 was this past week. Uh, it was Like we said, it was an in-person event, lots of things happening over in Cologne, Germany, and um, too many things to announce. I mean, there was hundreds of trailers, uh, indie games, full-fledged AAA titles, so much stuff. So I thought, why don't we each pick five of our favorite moments, fav- favorite trailers, announcements from Gamescom, and we'll do a Gaming News Weekly top ten list. You okay. know, that's what everybody likes lists. So, um, you know, let's do it. Let's get into it. You want to kick things off, or you want you want me to uh, go ahead? Go for it. All right. So this one is not a surprise. Everybody knows if you've been watching the show. I'm a big fan of all elite wrestling and um you know we've talked about the the game and and how it's coming along but we got an extended this is the first time we really got to see the game in action so we got an extended look at the gameplay it was like a full match and it looks just like if you're familiar with the nintendo 64 like no mercy it plays just like that and that's all i wanted dude i was so excited to see this like you know, it looks like a little bit more polished version, updated version of it, obviously. But just like they showed the mechanics and it's like the simple uh, ways to trigger your finisher to, um, you know, do, do all the moves in the game. And I was very excited. In fact, they yeah. actually had, they set up a um, a ring there, like a wrestling ring. And they had like exhibition matches during the, during the Gamescom. Oh, wow. Like actual like wrestling matches there a couple of the stars from from all elite wrestling were there and then it won uh the best sports game at the gamescom awards now i don't know if there was much uh uh other nominees but you know that's something so i'm hyped did what'd you think of that now now you're not as you're you're not as biased as i am yeah. What was yeah, your takeaway I mean, from it? I am certainly not the wrestling fan that you are, but I was mm-hmm. a fan of the wrestling games back in the day, like N64 era, and I thought yeah. they did them so well. And, yeah, I've, I've spent countless minutes bitching on this podcast with you about wrestling games and their current state. So this yeah. is the refresher that I think this genre of game needs, and it looks like a very fun time. Absolutely. All right, give me one of yours. All right, Dead Island 2. Now, this is one that people have been waiting like eight years for. Crazy, I went and dug right? up the yeah. It was announced at E3 in 2014 with this yeah. awesome looking trailer. It was uh, revealed that it was going to be like on that Santa Monica Beach boardwalk mm-hmm. in California. So it's all set in LA. Uh, that hasn't changed. The only thing that's uh, sort of revealed more now is that you're going to have like six playable characters in this game. Uh, you see at least one of them in the trailer. And uh, it, it just looks good. Did you play the original Dead Island? Or uh, I guess there I were did. like three. I played it. Um, I played the first one. And uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a very, a very well-made game. Um, yeah. That... So I've been looking forward to it. I remember, I remember watching this trailer live and <laughs> being like, you know, dude, I can't believe it's been that long since we're getting the game. Insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people have been looking forward to this one, and and like you, that's the only one that I played of the original, yeah. like three there, the the first Dead Island. But it, it was it's a different kind of zombie game. I mean, they're a lot like it now, but the crafting, the way that you could create mm-hmm. your weapons and things like that, it had a little yeah. bit of that Evil Dead 
thrown in where like almost anything could be a weapon. You might find like a lawnmower or a weed whacker exactly. or something. Yeah, and it's like it's funny. It's violent, you know. Yeah. I'll tell you, the graphics in this look like some of the ba- in this trailer. Like now, I don't know how it's gonna, you know, carry over to the gameplay or whatever. But dude, it looked phenomenal. Like at one point, like there's a zombie in your face, and you see like every like strand of hair and stuff. I was like, dude, this game looks fantastic. Oh yeah. So, yeah, and it's they gave us a release date, February third, twenty twenty three. So you know, went from not hearing anything since twenty fourteen and. And we're going to have it in just about, like, what, six six months, four yeah. months? Better put an asterisk behind that, because nothing is coming out on time. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. All right, next up for me, uh, Atomic Heart. Now, this was not a new game, but they showed a trailer showing the combat. And this shit was insane. It was probably the most insane trailer that I watched. And it was, like... Just the amount of different things going on. So there's telekinesis, and then like, um, in one hand, and it's super weird. And like, you, and then like one thing, the guy's like freezing the guy, and he's got an axe, and like just a ton of different weapons. I, dude, I had no idea what was happening, but um, it was weird, and it was violent, and I loved it. Yeah, I saw it described as a uh, Russian Bioshock because it's set in like, okay, uh, yeah, it's set somewhere. I, I forget, like. Tavisgrad or somewhere in Russia. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely. But yeah, just the way that it's done. It looks like yeah, you use magic, different magical spells or something with your one with your left hand, then your right hand they kept showing different we- all sorts of different weapons that you could have and you could c- combine them together like you freeze the thing and then smash it with this hammer or whatever and it was like yeah, it just it was like a symphony of violence and I was like, yeah. okay, this looks really cool. Yeah, really good so, trailer. That'll get you hyped yeah, for it. Th- that one, 2022, we got it, uh, they said, but, yeah, that was, all, that was all we got. All right, what do you got? All right, next one up was Under the Waves. Did you see this one? Ooh, this game, this looked beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I've not, I've not played Subnautica, but this will definitely give you vibes of that game, but uh, a little different, a little more, like, surrealistic at times. You're, you're underwater. It looks like there might be like either existing bases or a base-building element to it. I believe it's uh, like a survival kind of thing. But unlike something like Subnautica, where you're just on like an alien ocean, um, this appears to be on Earth, and it appears to be <laughs> you have like towns that have been sunken in, but you see that there are like searchlights. So you're kind of like experiencing this underwater world in a way as if it's more similar to the above water world uh it it sort of reminds me of like silent hill in certain ways yeah it definitely had that vibe where it was like creepy eerie uh haunting you know um it's just kind of and i think based just on the trailer it's about like loneliness and death and like being below underneath here now it's done by quantic dream those are the guys that did like um heavy rain and detroit become human so i'm sure the story's going to be fantastic you know they, they really focus on that. But, yeah, dude, this game, it gave me, like, I don't like being, like, like underwater or whatever. Like, in, <laughs> yeah. like, it gave me anxiety just watching the trailer. But it looked gorgeous. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, for more about that one. Anytime Quantic Dream is attached to something. Now, I say that without even, like, I played Detroit for, like, an hour. And I keep meaning to go back to it. But um, yeah. I am a big fan of that studio. So that was a good pick. 
All right, next up for me, I wasn't sure if I wanted to include it on my list, but it's so weird that I had to. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is oh, getting yeah. a game. Now, have you ever seen this movie? I've not. I've, like, always seen the thumbnail on Netflix or something. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a cult classic. It's not, like, a good movie, but it's one of those that people, like, they love it because it sucks. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, a movie from the 80s with these freaky-looking clowns, and um, now it's going to be a game. It's going to be an asymmetrical game where... Um, but it's three versus seven. So three people play as the clowns and seven people play as like people trying to survive. And it's it was described as like a unique take on hide and seek. So I was like, all right, sign me up. I'm yeah, in. yeah. Looked interesting. From the trailer, it looks like you're you're kind of like at a carnival. You have, I assume, what are NPCs walking around. So maybe there's a... Uh, Maybe there are a lot of other characters in there that the clowns aren't going to kill. You're just looking mm-hmm. for the specific humans. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what it's going to be. But, like, I'm always into these, uh, you know, any of the asymmetrical multiplayer games. So, you know, me and my friends are really into those. And, they're, I mean, we're, they're coming out with tons of them. And, uh, yeah, this one, it just looks so strange and so weird. Uh, it's going to be yeah. out for um, uh, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, X, and X, and PC early in 2023 they said so uh, hopefully we'll see more about this and get an idea of what the actual gameplay is going to be all right what do you got all right next up tesla grad 2 this is probably my most like indie style pick on this list i've never even heard of the first tesla grad so i have no idea about it but tesla grad 2 it's uh it it reminds me of one of those like side to side limbo or inside yeah. style games, uh, except in this one, there's there's a hand drawn animation, so the whole thing looks beautiful. And I guess you've got sort of this ancient power uh, to you can be electricity, you can uh, exert electricity. So that turns into like your attack. You're attacking these uh, undead, nightmarish creatures with your electricity. You're also traversing the levels with it, so you can mm-hmm. turn yourself into electricity and zip along the power lines to get from place to place. Yeah, that seemed that was seems like a really cool gameplay mechanic. Um, and right away, dude, that's whatever the music was in the trailer. I was instantly like drawn into that. That was like it it grabbed me and brought me in. And then like, yeah, a lot of really cool looking like characters in that too. Like uh, the things you'll you'll come across and fight and stuff. Um, yeah, I've never heard of Te- Tesla Grad one or two. I didn't until you you know until I saw this on the list. I was like even is it but yeah it uh it looks super cool yeah looks like a game with a lot of heart behind it so i'm interested in picking it up yeah yeah absolutely and especially like yeah it's like um you know if it's a good uh what uh, metroidvania you know and you know people will be people will be into that yeah all right my number fourth one this is one i've been excited for for a while and we finally got more gameplay lies of p now, I don't know if we talked about this on the show before, but... So, this is basically... It's like Pinocchio meets Bloodborne. And it looks exactly like Bloodborne. Like, the, not even like, hey, that's reminiscent of Bloodborne. It looks exactly like Bloodborne. And Bloodborne is one of, if not my favorite video game ever. So, this one, dude, I was all in. So, now the gameplay, we're seeing more. So, it's... We're seeing more of, like, what it means to be, like, Pinocchio. So, Pinocchio, he's got, like, um, 
you could customize his arms to be like weapons and um you can modify all these weapons you find parts throughout the game and like change the weapons up like they were saying that like you could have like basically like a stick and then you could upgrade that stick and then throughout it you'll find different things to put on it maybe like an axe head or a hammer or something like that to like customize that weapon and then on top of that being pinocchio your lies you have to like lie throughout it and they change the gameplay so dude i I was very excited to see i think it was like a 20 minute clip of some of the gameplay and then i i watched a um uh interview with one of the the creators and that's where you know i learned a lot more about the game so yeah what do you think yeah it it looked crazy i mean like the types of enemies that you're going to be fighting yeah the magic that they're going to be using the setting it's like you can't quite pin any of this down it's not like strictly victorian it's no. not uh yeah yeah but i see what you mean i've not played the bloodborne games but i see what you mean by it looks exactly like it yeah it really is and it's got the same i mean just even the me- the menu system everything like it's very like souls every you know and specifically bloodborne um yeah so that one's going to be coming out sometime in 2023 and that one he did say it's only going to be a single player title which you know that's fine fine with me you know every once in a while you need a quality single player title to to get going at but yeah i am uh it's it's high up on the top of my most look forward to list so hopefully it it can uh continue to to impress now does the p stand for pinocchio i believe so I, i it could i mean it could be makes a lot of sense lies of p yeah, it, it makes a lot more sense than, um, you know, uh, p- potato. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah, lies of Matthew Perry. That would be <laughs> okay. a different game. All right, what do you got? All right. So this is, uh, this is the one that I'm most likely to regret if it doesn't turn out to be something worth playing. Uh, it's called Everywhere, and if you listen to the description of it, it's everything. It's like I don't even know where to start. I mean, it looks like it's a racing game, it's a shooting game, and then it's like an ultra-realistic sci-fi fantasy thing by the end of the trailer. Yeah. This was my most WTF trailer that I watched, where I watched it and I was like, I have no idea what I just saw. Yeah, but it's got a lot of talent behind it. It's got, like, the uh, ex-lead from Red Dead, uh, GTA... And we're uh, multiple people here from Rockstar Games, formerly of Rockstar Games, involved. So, I mean, if there's anybody I trust to make a quality game, it's going to be Rockstar. Um, but yeah, it's it, they talk about it like you're supposed to create this identity of your own through the characters of this game. And they want you to uh, be able to create and share within the game. Now, I don't know if that means like create parts of worlds or create... Uh, playable things in the game characters cars because the game seems to be a little bit a little bit of everything yeah yeah so i i had to look it up after i saw this and he there was a lot of speculation it was going to be an nft based thing uh and he, that guy did dispel the rumors that it has anything to do with nfts but he did just say he's trying to build a whole new world for gamers not just to play but yet yeah, watch share create and just hang with friends whatever that means yeah no clue yeah, so, if it works out, this will be awesome. If it doesn't, yeah. then we probably won't be talking about this again. 
Yeah, I do think this is probably one of the most talked about um, announcements at Gamescom just because of, like, the mystery behind it and, like, what what even is it? Because at first, yeah, you're watching it's like, oh, cool. Like, it's like you got racing, you got shooting. We've seen that before. And then at the end when it's like, wait, this is this is part of the game too when they show, like, you know, the um, – like you said, the realistic like sci-fi part of it. I'm like, how does how does it factor in together? I don't know, right. but I'm sure we'll be talking about this a lot more in the uh, in the future. So um, that one's yeah, very excited to see what the hell that is. All right, and my last one. Um, now it was it was hard to pick five. I had a lot of uh, honorable mentions, but um, Atlas Fallen. Really, you know, it looked like it was made just for me. So we see this this trailer, and it's like this open world game where it's like all this like sand and everywhere, and then all of a sudden these people are like gliding through the sand on these weird like you know sand surfing, and um, and then they come across these monsters, and like these characters have like a whip. As soon as you show me a whip in the game that could then like go through a monster, and then like I'm in. I see a, like a sword whip type thing. I'm 100% in. So um, I looked up more about this. And the premise is like, so you have to get a gauntlet and collect these stones that give abilities. So there's like, I don't know, like 150 stones out there. And like you could mix and match them to give you different abilities. It's basically like your Thanos, but I think like a good version of Thanos. Oh, yeah. So who doesn't want to be that, right? Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, there's different, like, like it looks kind of like Monster Hunter at some points where you're fighting these huge, like, creatures. Um, and then at other points, you know, it looks a little maybe like Destiny. And it's just, like, just the weapons, the monsters, the world. Yeah, it looked it looked beautiful. Oh, yeah. All right, what's, what is your last one? All right, last on the list, certainly not least, Where Winds Meet. Uh, this has been described uh, certain places as like a nod to Ghosts of Tsushima, but I'm mm-hmm. sure this has been in development almost as long as Ghosts was. Uh, but you definitely see the DNA there. You see DNA of like Assassin's Creed and some other games. But this game is uh, it's based like largely on Chinese mythology, and it looks like a game where you're you're you know a thousand years ago or possibly even further, but you're some sort of like. Uh, the hero type you've got bows you've got arrows but then uh, you know i forget the word for it but there's a certain word for the the type of like chinese myth, uh, movie like uh, crouching tiger hidden dragon yep. with that magical element added to the kung fu and you as the character have abilities like that yeah yeah that i love that sort of stuff like the um yeah like crouching tiger i forget what it's called. like woo woo something not wu tang that's different <laughs> um but yeah, this game looks beautiful. Looks gorgeous. The abilities look cool. Um, the it did not make my list because I was heartbroken to find out that it, right now it's PC only. So oh, I'm sure it'll. It looks like it would right? easily be on consoles yes. as well. How do you make a game this big and beautiful and like fantastic and and just have it on PC? So um, yeah, I I looked all over. I was like, come on, give me like some sort of a. Just a nod that you're like looking to put on consoles. Couldn't find anything. Everything I saw was just PC only. So hopefully, you know they'll they'll get it out there on a console because yeah, it definitely it's got that fantasy like any fantasy martial arts stuff like all those movies. Love them. Yeah, 
So, and we don't get a lot of games like that. Because even Ghost of Tsushima, that's more just a straightforward, you yeah, know, it doesn't have that grounded in reality. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. That's it. That's our top 10 list. Now, obviously, there was so many more um, amazing looking trailers. There was a new trailer for Gotham Knights, which we saw some boss battles. Hogwarts Legacy, we saw you oh, could yeah. be, um, you learn like the the bad curses a vada cadaver or whatever you could uh, be a bad guy did you see the trailer for moonbreaker the um it's like a tabletop game where you have to like paint miniatures and stuff oh, like that I, I i don't know there was one where like the dudes were looking through some cards and then they got into fighting um i don't know maybe that was i don't know if that was it or not there was also like a cards fighting game called friend versus friends um, yeah yeah that's what i was thinking of so okay the- what was the one you were saying? Moonbreaker. It's done by Brandon Moonbreaker. Sanderson. He does. Uh, he wrote books like uh, um, Mistborn and um, whatever the, the Wheel of Time series. But um, this one, like, it's like like a tactical role playing game, but it's just like a tabletop thing, and it's done with miniatures. So you have to like pick which miniatures you want, and you paint them, um, and then you like. It's just, it just seems like really interesting. Yeah. So. I just, uh, you know, that was one that I almost included on my list, but I know nothing about that world. I think it might be Warhammer or something. I don't know. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, all those uh, miniatures. But it looked cool. Yeah. It looked like fun where you just you could just have a chill moment where you're just, like, painting stuff and then go play, like, this tactical uh, uh, fighting game. So, yeah, lots of good stuff. Definitely, um, you know, go if you're interested, go check out lists. There's lists out there of all the games oh, yeah. that, that that were announced that did a showcase. But, you know, I mean, we told you that, that the best ones, so you really don't need to go any further, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, did you hear anything hardware-wise? The only thing that I can remember was uh, PlayStation new Pro Controller. Yes. Yeah, that, uh, the Dual Edge or whatever it's called. Um, Dual Sense Edge, yeah, customizable controller, which... Yeah. I've never really I had the need to get any of those programs, especially considering the price of them usually. Um, yeah. But I think I like that it's out there for people that are really into either shooters or fighters or whatever, and they could customize it to, you know, however whatever games they're they're playing. But my old hands are, are definitely, you know, they're used to a, the specific layout right now. I don't need to be messing with that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it is kind of impressive for a pro controller compared to the ones I've seen before. The entire like thumbstick module is removable on these, which is kind of a big deal because the more you use a controller, it's it's just that same old analog stick that they've been using since like the '70s in electronics. So when that goes bad in like an Xbox One controller, you have to go in there, desolder like 16 different points, and put a new one in. Most people yeah. are just gonna chuck the controller in the trash at that point. Yep. So. This this is nice. I don't know how much those like replacements would cost or where you can get them. Yeah. But uh, it is a comp- an actual impressive controller for a pro controller. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that part. Yeah, I've definitely I you know just tossed a bunch of controllers before and just you know buy a new one just because of that oh, very yeah. specific I- I issue. So um, yeah, that was it. I mean, they also did. I don't know if it came out at Gamescom, but they did announce that uh, PlayStation VR uh, is going to be coming out sometime early 2023 and um they said that there will be it'll be playable for the first time at the tokyo game show which is later in september september 15th through the 18th you could be able to play um resident evil village right on there so i'm excited to see 
people's reactions, people's takeaway from from getting in there and checking out the PSVR two because I'm still on the fence. So um, sooner than than people expect it, though, um, you know, still early 2023, no um, actual release date, but you know, we'll see. Um, but yeah, there, it, Sony has been busy. There's more news um, coming out of Sony. So first of all, let's talk about they're raising the prices of the PlayStation 5. Now this is, they said it's due to inflation. They they felt the need to, you know, raise the price. Not in the U.S. So, you know, yeah, suck it to the yeah. rest of the world. <laughs> but... Yeah, the, the quote from them specifically said, the global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. We're seeing high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Um, and then based on these challenging economic conditions, it's going to raise the price. Now, different amounts uh, depending on where you are in the world, but it looks like it's about a $50 price hike. Not in the U.S., though. Yeah, yeah. Which begs the question, why? We definitely are seeing a lot of uh, inflation, inflation right now. Yes. So yeah, why are know. they... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah, anyway. I don't know like, business. <laughs> I've not paid attention to the prices of consoles in other countries, but I've never seen a, a console increase in price that I can remember. It's always been, no. you just wait, and they go down in price. Until yeah. they're like $200 for the PS4 when it launched it six or something like that yeah definitely interesting yeah you never ever i mean not even just consoles just anything like that that's been i mean it's it hasn't gotten any better you know so the fact that it's just due to inflation i guess that you know it makes sense but like yeah you never see anything like that go up in price computer yeah and phones, anything like that so yeah and so so there's been the question is sony alone in this or is Microsoft going to have to raise prices? Is Nintendo going to have to? Both of them have come out and said, no, they won't be raising the prices. So I guess inflation is just not affecting them as badly? Or Yeah, I think they just have the money that they could eat a little bit of this, yeah. you know, keep face with the consumer um, and just, uh, yeah, just, they just got, they get, they, they're rolling, especially Microsoft. We know that they're, oh, uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're flush. As they say, but yeah, I um, I don't know about business or inflation. I you know I see it out there, but yeah, like you said, this is it was interesting to see that they're actually raising the price, not in the U.S. But yeah, who knows? Um, and maybe they're raising the price because uh, there's a big lawsuit that they're they're facing and they're preparing. Now, this is a this is a um, this is an interesting story. Sony is being sued in the UK for $5 billion. This is a class action lawsuit, um, specifically for ripping people off, they're saying. So, um, let's see. Here's a quote. Sony dominates the digital distribution of PlayStation games and in-game content. It has deployed an anti-competitive strategy, which has resulted in excessive prices to customers that are out of all proportion to the cost of Sony providing its services. So basically that means um, they're saying that Sony has a monopoly on the digital market for their games. Basically saying that like you can't buy codes out there. You can't like go buy, a, whereas like you could buy a game for 
the Xbox on like one of those little cards or whatever. You go to like GameStop yeah. or whatever. You can, and um, Sony doesn't offer that. If you, you could only buy their games for their system in the digital marketplace through Sony. So um, they're suing for that because they Sony charges a 30% take and um, whoever this lawyer is uh, thought he could get some money out of it, I think. I, I feel this yeah. story is very interesting. To me, it's a giant pile of shit and it's not going to get anywhere. But, you know, it's setting some sort of a precedent if this is considered a monopoly or, or what. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the, the part that I sort of heard that this was about was that they charge they just simply charge more in like the UK market like it's it's more in pounds because the pound is like you know $60 USD is like who knows 11 more like 71 I don't know the conversion I'm not going to pretend to but sure. but it like at, when you adjust it you're really paying more like 70 or $75 uh in pounds in, in the UK market, and they said that this happens in other places too, like Canada pays more, whereas in the mm-hmm. US you always assume it's just going to be at the $60 price point, where, I mean, that's still your choice though, so, you know, I, I don't yeah. think there's a there's any ground to stand on for this lawsuit, you still, yeah. you still choose to, you see the game, you see the price right beside it, and maybe you don't have another way to buy it cheaper, but, uh... I mean, to say that Sony is alone in this, I, I think Microsoft sort of does the same thing. I think Nintendo does the same thing. Nintendo absolutely does the same. Nintendo sells games that are 15 years old for, um, you know, $50. Like, Oh, yeah. You know? So it's, I don't know. It just seems um, like they're picking and choosing what they want represented in this case and kind of glossing over a lot of other stuff. I mean, like, what's to stop people from just buying a, like... I mean, I don't know. Like, you could still go buy, like, a, a gift card for, like, the Sony thing, right? And, and at a sometimes marked-down price. You know, I've seen oh, yeah. places like GameStop have discounts. Or even, like, you know, I don't know if they have, like, places that do that. But, like, a lot of times I'll see, like... uh you know, like a Rite Aid or a Walgreens, and it'll be like, these are 15% off or whatever. I follow, you know, the PlayStation deals on on, uh, on Reddit. That's where I see a lot yeah. of those, where it's like, go stock up on gift cards, and, uh, you know, so, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm no lawyer, but to me, it sounds uh, a little uh, sketchy. That's true, yeah. I don't know if this will go anywhere, but it is. it's getting people talking, which that alone may be of value to the people who are saying, yeah, we're we're being charged too much, it's ridiculous that you're charging this, and you're charging somebody else much less for it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, I mean, so it's basically they're just, they gotta see if the court thinks that um, this Sony marketplace is a monopoly, and then it could go from there, but my thought on this was that, like, you know, they're just looking to settle or get some sort of, you know, financial uh, uh payment out of this yeah. before it even gets to an actual lawsuit so who knows only time will tell and um you know we'll have more news here at gaming news weekly as that progresses and i could see you know just next week us saying and that lawsuit is dead you know yeah, but more than likely yeah we will have the news either way 
And, uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, Gamescom ate up. It was pretty much all the whole week. So uh, besides a couple of interesting things out of uh, the Sony world, that's all we got this week. But it was an exciting week. We got to chat about some fun-looking games, some exciting titles coming out in the near future. And, um, yeah, now we could go and just drink the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got anything else you want to add today? No, that is enough news for me for this week. Absolutely. I am exhausted. I've watched so many video game trailers this past week, more than I've ever watched in my entire life. Eh, maybe not. But it was a lot. So oh, yeah. it'll be nice to get back to uh, a more normal next week where we talk about a bunch of random bullshit. So. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Gaming News Weekly. My name is Erock the Red. This here is Full Clip. Um, you can find us on Fruit Lab, uh, putting out our, our videos out there. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Pop Culture Playground, uh, or Full Clip is on YouTube at GameFacts, G A M E F A X. Uh, he's also occasionally on Twitch, uh, Full Clip underscore F L. And, uh, check out this show if you don't want to watch the show if you don't want to see the cool trailers and you just want to hear us talk about them download the podcast we're wherever podcasts are available you can get this show there and then um you know we're also on tiktok we're making waves dude we're making waves on tiktok doing all the challenges uh full clip and i just smacked each other with full uh with tortillas that was a thing we did um we did the bareback challenge we're not going to get into what that was Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Teenage Dirtbag. All the challenges. So, yeah, check us out on on, uh, on the TikTok. We're giving all our information to China. Oh, God. All right. That brings us to an end. Thank you so much. We will see you back here with more video game news next week. Bye-bye.